0: Hello, everyone, and welcome to the MoPod. Today, we're sitting down with just me, as we do not have a guest. I wanted to hop on the pod solo for the first time ever and discuss dating pressure from different perspectives. When I first started the podcast, I was in the dating world and felt the external pressures that many of our listeners probably feel. Now that I am engaged, I feel as though I have a nice range of perspectives, both personally and just from being involved with MoDate for the past couple of years. So I wanted to start off with a question. What is dating pressure? give you a couple seconds to think about it. And so in my mind, there are two types of dating pressure. There's external pressure and internal pressure. And so what is this external pressure? What, what is this pressure everyone's talking about when it comes to dating? And I think a lot of it is based in just small comments. I don't think people are usually very upfront with what they're saying. I don't think people usually say, oh, you need to get married tomorrow or things like that. I think it's more the small comments like soon by you, which is a very popular one, which I know a lot of people don't like. And some people sometimes say like, I'm davening for you, things like that come up. So it's these comments that are nice in their intentions, but kind of have that opposite effect sometimes where people that are single often feel pitied because of comments like this, and it's not really what they're looking to feel. They don't want to feel like they're being talked down to. They feel like the people who saying these comments are shallow and pedantic, and that's not something they're looking for, right? So I actually asked people on the Modate Instagram what makes them feel pressured when it comes to dating, and some of the answers we got were family member comments, shadchanim, and seeing people around that find their significant others meaning like seeing their peers finding their significant others when they still do not have a relationship and so question is is there anything we can do about that so in terms of family member comments i mean usually i would say there's someone you can speak to about not liking those comments like I feel like a lot of the times it's not necessarily your closest family members that make the negative comments or, like, why aren't you married yet or something like that. I feel like it might be more like the the ones you see once a year or something like that. So I feel like it's totally okay to just tell people that you're closer to to tell them that, you know, it's kind of insensitive and maybe they shouldn't be making those types of comments. In terms of shadchanim, I mean, you know, you don't have to go to a certain shadchan. So it's important to have a lot of different options. I think when it comes to dating, like not just do one thing and hope that that one thing works out. But if there's a shotgun who rubs you the wrong way for whatever reason, like you don't have to speak to them. No one, no one is forcing you to, you're probably not paying them unless they actually successfully set you up. So don't let a shotgun bully you basically. And in terms of seeing other people around you finding their significant others, so the question that comes next is what is internal pressure? Like, is that really external pressure or internal pressure? And to describe internal pressure, I think, you know, it's important to think about what were you thinking about when you were 20, 21 about your life moving forward? Like, did you have a timeline in your head of when you wanted to be married? What year? what age, and then when you wanted to have kids, and where you wanted to move, and things like that, and are you up to a point where that timeline is no longer possible? Because for a lot of people, that's what happens, and it creates this sense of internal pressure. It's like, I need to find someone as soon as possible, otherwise my whole life plan goes down the drain, and this could lead to a lot of negative things, right? You could focus solely on dating, and then Other things that you like that you have more control over, let's say, can just take back burner and you're not focused on them. But at the same time, even though that's not a positive thing, there needs to be some kind of aspiration for a person to date for them to be in the dating process. You know, it's not good for someone who decides to sign up, let's say, for a prestigious website like modate.org, for example, to be a modater when they actually don't want to date. To get married, like that's not what we're looking for. You know, I recently had a conversation with a person who called Modate a hookup app. Um, it was someone who is not involved with Modate whatsoever, so I don't know where they got that information from. But you know, that's definitely not true. But at the same time, the fact that this concept even exists in the Orthodox world, you know, it's not what we're going for in Modate, and it's what I assume most of our listeners is not what they're going for either. So. If you're looking to date to get married like you have to make sure that you actually want that and it's not just something that's coming to you externally so you need to be motivated right but there's a big problem with this and a lot of people do not like dating they they say that they hate dating and i ask people on the instagram what they do and don't like about dating or whether or not they like dating. And one very thoughtful responder said that they believe it's a good dr- a good learning experience, but that it's very draining. And just some examples of what you hear, you know, from people about dating, you hear, it sucks, it's so exhausting, it's so formal. Guys are the worst. It's hard to meet people naturally. Dating apps sucks. Dating apps suck, sorry. And everyone is already taken. So, the last one is just not true uh, because new people are being born every day. And so, but let's just go over the other ones, right? So, one of the reasons that people think dating sucks is because it's very draining and exhausting. So, why is it draining, right? How can we make dating not draining? So, there are a few reasons I came up with that I outlined here the cost of dating, the preparation for dating, planning where to go on a date and just the emotional preparation. So for me personally, it was always the emotional preparation that I felt was the most draining. Just the expectation and the acknowledgement that that this first date is potentially, you know, the chance to meet my future wife. And when things don't work out after, after setting that type of expectation, it's just very exhausting mentally. And also just you know, it, it's expensive to go on dates. You know, things are not getting less expensive. So just all of this is just very draining and it's understandable that people would not like that aspect. So what could you do about it? So I have, I have a few solutions. One of them is, and I, after going to the Global Dating Insights Conference, I see that a lot of apps are, are thinking about this. And we're actually going to speak to someone who has an app similar to this. But it's just speaking to the person, let's say a video chat or something like that before the first date to see if it's actually worth it so an important caveat with this is that i think at least for me it was always positive to do things as quickly as possible right we had that podcast episode the stress after the yes where that time period i think is is really annoying where you have both sides say yes but you're not going on the date yet and sometimes that time period can last like a week or even longer so it's important not to do like this Potential video chat, you know, at the same time when you would have done a date. But if you could do it like fast and just decide there if it's worth pursuing further, I think that could be a positive thing. And also just planning dates quickly. Like if you know that you're not going to be able to date for a while, you probably shouldn't be saying yes to suggestions. You probably should be waiting until you're more available. And so that way, both sides could just go on the day quickly because. It's very annoying for daters to have someone they're technically dating that they've never met and will not meet for the next couple of weeks or whatever it is. So I think just speed is a way to kind of get rid of this, this exhaustion. You know, the cost, it's tough, but you could definitely just go on lower cost first dates. I mean, I'm sure a lot of people already do that, but, you know, it's okay to do. So I think those are a couple of ways to fix that. And then moving on to formality. So a lot of people don't like how formal dating is, but truth is individual daters are usually what make it so formal. Unless you're going through a shotgun, then yeah, it's more formal. But if you're not doing that, then it's only as formal as you need it to be. If you're being set up by a friend, people think there are these certain rules that you have to follow, right? You got to do the phone call. You got to after the date, you got to wait till the next day to text them if you want to go out again or if you don't want to go out again. Truth is, these rules are, are very made up and you really have to do what works best for you. Like If you know for sure after a first date that you want to go out with a person again, then you, you feel free to, to tell them that so you don't have to just spend however many hours just thinking about, oh, do they want to go out with me again? you know, can it be risky to, to be seeming overeager potentially, but like if you, if they are the person that you're going to end up with, then they probably know that they want to go out with you again also before the next day. So that's a way to kind of get rid of formality. Like a lot of these lines that people have and boundaries and things like they're, they're created by themselves. So if you don't like formality, like just don't be formal. And if you're not formal, the chances are the person you're with won't be formal and the person you want to be with is not formal. So if the person you're with is formal, it's probably not the person you want to be with. Hopefully that made sense. Another thing that people say, and you hear all the time, that that I'm going to say is not true, is that guys are the worst. So in this world of dating, guys are certainly the villains, if there's a villain's. I mean, yeah, I always like to think of there being a good guy and a bad guy, even though it's not always true, but guys are, are definitely the bad guys here. And why is that, right? Like, why do people think that guys are the worst? I and mean, I don't think guys think that, but why Why do some girls think that guys are the worst? So I think it's a, like a big reason, right? Is because guys say no to suggestions way more often than girls do. And is that for sure true? I would say yes, but... A big part of that is because oftentimes people go to the guy first. So if you're a person who likes to set people up and you're telling people that guys are the worst because you try to set people up and the guy says, no, maybe try going to the girl first a couple times and see what happens. Because, you know, this really cool website that came out about a year ago called modate.org actually sends suggestions to both guys and the girls at the same time to try to solve this but there's this thing in the back of people's minds that guys just say no way more often but if guys are asked way more often so it's it just makes sense that guys would say no more often and it kind of started this whole pattern when our guys actually might say no more often due to pickiness as opposed to just the numbers because they've been kind of given this right to almost so if you want to solve that and not think guys are the worst, then try asking girls first and see what happens. So another part of that is the perceived of crisis, right? Like, is there a up crisis? Is there not a up crisis? On one of our previous podcasts, we discussed, you know, a study around the Shidduch crisis that showed that a big reason behind the higher numbers of Women than men in the modern orthodox dating world is because a lot of modern orthodox men end up going more to the left religiously while the women more stay the same. And so it's not just like guys are the worst and guys don't want to date and guys only want to date girls five years younger than them. So you shouldn't just have this idea in your head because it's not, it's not really healthy for anyone, right? It's not healthy for girls that are looking to date and it's not healthy for even guys to think like, Oh, like it's going to be so easy for me because there are so many more girls. Like it's just, it doesn't really help anyone. And if you really want to try to fix whatever issue there is there, just try, try doing things a little less formally. And become a connector on Modate and tell your friends to sign up as Modators. Then another thing people say, and maybe they're saying it less these days, because there's way fewer restrictions now about meeting people in person. You know, COVID has obviously died down. So people complain that it's so hard to meet people naturally. The question for people that say that is, do you put yourself in situations to meet people? Are you living in a young professional community? Do you go to events? Do you go to meals with people that you don't know? Do you go to meals with people that you do know frequently enough for them to think about you for dating suggestions? I think it's a very underrated thing that people aren't always thinking about people when it comes to dating suggestions. You know, that's kind of one of the reasons I started Mode 8, so that there would be an algorithm in place for friends to think about friends. But Also, like you want more than one source of dating suggestions. So if you hang out with people on a very infrequent basis, yeah, maybe after one meal, they'll think about you for dating suggestions. But then if you don't see them for four or five months, they might not have been thinking about you during that span. Whereas if you establish, you know, and I'm not saying you should use people for this, but you have to be on the top of mind, on people's top mind. So it's not just about going to places where you can meet your future match. It's also about going to places where you can meet people that know your future match. And it might be hard to figure that out. And you're going to fail most of the time in that. Like you're only looking for one person, right? So none of these solutions are, are quote unquote successful because the only thing that's going to be successful is the thing that works for you. So who knows what will end up working for you, but it's worth it to put in the list there. Then another thing that people say is that dating apps suck. So as someone who started a dating website, which hopefully will be a dating app one day, you know, it's just not fully true. Many dating apps suck, but many do not. Not all of them are for everyone. Nope, none of them are for everyone it's impossible for an app to be for everyone and you don't have to be on all of them i mean i think it's a good idea to be on more than one but you don't have to be on all of them but there are so many platforms that you could try that there should be one that will suit you right i've interviewed people on this podcast from why it connects and shama connects isodate and there are just so many things out there that you could try like it's crazy i i know when i was at the conference site there were dating platforms that have probably millions of users that I've just never heard of. I mean, they're not Jewish dating platforms, but just in general that it's it's crazy how many dating apps exist and, and the future of dating apps. You know, a lot of people think that dating apps are going to go away from this swipe-based method. It's going to be different, but there are different forms of dating apps that exist and just different things to try that if you say you just don't like dating apps, it, it almost seems lazy because... There are so many different types that it's hard to imagine that there's nothing that you enjoy unless you just really don't like the idea of meeting someone inorganically, in which case hopefully you're going to these events and you're going to things where you can meet people because otherwise I don't know how to how to settle both of those at the same time. So what does this all mean, right? It's just about having fun. the dating process like some people are gonna be very annoying and they're gonna talk to you as if you're smaller than them and it's hard to deal with because a lot of people just get lucky right it's not like if someone gets married before someone else they're better than them like it's definitely not the case it's just a lot of luck and timing and just circumstance you know that person who got married before you maybe they struggle with someone something else that you didn't struggle with you know and it's just it's just life it's just how it works so it's important not to take that external pressure and then translate it into pressure on yourself right you can't just think like every day that goes by after the day where you thought you were gonna marry you were gonna get married is a failure because then how will you just focus on anything else besides for that. It's gonna be impossible. So definitely don't let anyone tell you what you should be, and don't let you, yourself get in your head too much, right? Because that's very harmful, but at the same time, if you don't want to date, like you shouldn't date, you're you're wasting not only your time, but potentially other people's time. Then the second message is that dating is not the worst thing ever. You know, everyone who you know that is married, dated at a certain point. Not all of them dated through Shadchanim or apps or friends or whatever. Everyone does their own thing and figures it out. But they all dated because they dated the person that they're with. Unless it was an arranged marriage and they met under the chuppah, but I highly doubt it. And so everyone's been there. And if you ask people that are, married i mean i guess it probably depends how long they dated for but you know i don't think people once they once they get to that stage of life are thinking about how annoying dating was you know at the time maybe they're thinking about it more but once they're not doing it i don't know if it's it's looked back upon as negatively as it might have been looked upon while they were actually in the situation so just know that like A lot of the reasons you might hate dating are because you're doing something that you think society wants you to do. A famous woman by the name of Dr. Bonet, who was my English teacher in 11th and 12th grade, said that we cannot use the word society in essays. Um, I don't know what she, I don't think she ever explained why we weren't allowed to, but we weren't allowed to use the word society. And I would guess that the reason is because society is a very vague term, like it doesn't really mean anything and this is kind of like when you say they should do it they should they should invent that you know you have an idea and you say oh they should make that right it's like who who are you talking about what what does it mean that society wants you to do something unless you're going through a formal system that forces you to act in a certain way then you are allowed to do whatever you want can that affect your success for sure but If there's something that really bothers you why would you do it like why would you even want your relationship to start in a way that you despise it doesn't make sense and you don't have to do it you don't have to do a phone call before the first date you don't have to you know wait a week in between the first date and the second date or i don't know if people think that's a that's a thing you're supposed to do but you don't have to do any of that stuff you could you could handle your dating process however you want because ultimately it could end up, you know, it should end up being your most important relationship that you have. And so you don't want to start it off in a way where either you think it's going to fail because you have a negative attitude toward dating. And also just in a way that you don't, you don't like, you don't want to not like the beginning of your relationship. So make sure you're doing things positively and you're on the platforms that, that work the best for you. And also this applies to people that are listening on behalf of their friends. You know, we also not all of our listeners are single and hopefully you guys stuck around to this point, even if you're not single, you know, don't, first of all, don't say annoying things to single people like soon by you and, and don't ask them why they don't want to, Oh, this is also another thing. If people don't want to tell you why they don't want to go out with someone, just let them not tell you because, you know, you say, Oh, I'm just curious. Oh, I just wanted to know. But a lot of times if the reason is something that, that you think is, whatever shallow then they don't want to tell you because they know you're going to think that and then they know like you know you might be hocking it up with someone one day and you might tell that to someone else and then that person might also not be looking for you for dating suggestions so if people don't want to tell you why they don't want to go out with someone don't force them to you know you, you could ask but don't but don't like follow up on that that's an important note and just make sure your friends know that like they're allowed to like they could do whatever they want in this dating process. And as long as they're being respectful and like, you know, not doing anything bad, you know, you don't have to follow these rules so rigidly and, and the pressure, a lot of the pressure is, is in your head. So don't let that affect how you enjoy these, these, this time, like however long it is that you're in the dating world. So date for the right reasons, find a way to enjoy it, take the stereotypes and throw them out because you got to find a way to make dating work for you in order to find the one pump the volume.